When I was a performing magician, I had a mentor in the art named Brent Braun, a genius in the theories of performing and creating magic. One of the things that I learned from him was that in a magic trick, the most important part is that moment of surprise, that moment when your spectator realizes that something impossible has just happened. The entire script, all the words, all the actions, all the movements, and the entire effect should be sculpted to bring more power to the magic moment or moments in the effect. As it is known to do, art imitates life. Our lives are just a series of moments remembered. If you think back, you don't see everything. You just see the highlights, the bright spots, the tipping points. Can these moments be created specifically and on purpose to be moments that we remember? This is the question answered by brothers Chip and Dan Heath in their book, The Power of Moments. Welcome to the Second Mix Podcast, where creators and aspiring entrepreneurs go to reflect, revise, and remix their lives and find the mindset they need to thrive without conforming. Nobody's better than you, nobody's smarter than you, and you don't need anyone's permission to succeed. My name is Matthew Bennett, and I was a miserable fool until I discovered all this stuff and changed my life. Now I'm passing it on and paying it forward. At the end of this episode, there's going to be a call to action to take some little step to remix your life. Take advantage of these exercises and watch things begin to change for you. The Power of Moments explores the defining moments of our lives. It questions whether the moments can actually be created, and it goes on to answer with dozens of examples of individuals and groups who did that very thing. Through this process, the Heath brothers teach us how we can create our own moments and all the elements required to do this. As always, I've got seven things to give you today, three things I learned, three things I'm going to change after reading the book, and the one most important passage of the book. Three things I learned from reading this book. The author's research found that when we recall an experience, we ignore most of what happened. And think about just a few particular moments of that experience. In my own reflection, once I learned this, I realized that this is really the case. I think back to a time that I remember, and it's not as if it's just a bunch of bits and pieces. There are some moments and pictures in my mind that lock in the day, like a computer processor, only pulling up what it needs to get the job done. If I reflect longer and harder about the experience, I'm able to think of a lot more details. But in a quick look back to the event in my mind, it pulls up the same moments because they were the defining moments. Number two, there are at least three types of moments that need to be addressed in our mind. Transitions, milestones, and pits. The authors recommend that transitions should be marked, milestones commemorated, and pits should be filled. Certain circumstances demand attention. We have these moments of importance for a reason, even if that reason isn't immediately available to us. It is good to reflect on them and to deal with them. And to deal with them, mark your transitions so that you know when the transition happened. You can look back into your life and say, this is when I changed from this to this. Make sure that you commemorate your milestones. Make sure that you celebrate when you've achieved a goal. Make sure that you're making that moment available 
in the future so that you can look back and say, I accomplished that and I'm proud of myself. Three things I learned from reading. Number three, there are four elements that create the defining moments in our lives. These are elevation, insight, pride, and connection. I'm going to quickly go through these, though the book goes into them in great detail. In elevation, the senses are involved and contribute to the experience. Included here are the ideas of breaking the script or changing what's normal to make it something special, and raising the stakes to make the defining moment more powerful by adding an element of pressure to it, by competition or a deadline or a commitment, however you can do it. Insight, a sudden understanding, or finally finding the answer to a pressing question. Pride includes anticipating the moments of pride coming in the future when we accomplish our goals, because these defining steps are going to multiply the moments that we have. And lastly is connection. And connection had the really interesting concept of practicing courage. If you know you have to do something difficult, practice the courage that it's going to take to do it. Actual practice of courage before the event can help give you courage during the event. How do you practice courage? Well, this was used by a group of black students in 1960 in Nashville who went into whites-only stores and restaurants to peacefully protest. Before the demonstrations, the students had white friends and supporters walk into restaurants in a staged rehearsal so they could role-play against the anger and hate aroused by their protest. Elevation, insight, pride, and connection. Defining moments contain at least one of these elements, and the more elements that a moment contains, the more powerful the defining moment is. I can use these tools to give me insight as to how to create these beautiful moments for people. I'll be studying these more and more over time because I want this power to create. So here's three things that I'm going to do to change as a result of reading this book. Number one, I want to recognize other people more often. I want to ask about their wins, their losses, their transitions, and I want to acknowledge them for all of it. When I do this, I could very well be creating moments that they will remember for the rest of their lives, moments they can look back to and get a burst of willpower during a hard time they may be going through right then. I realize that I have the power to create meaning and make people's lives richer and more abundant by simply recognizing these things. I want to work on creating moments for my family and network, generating as many genuine moments as I can for the people in my life. I saw what you did and I appreciate it. Number two, I want to journal and try to get more out of every experience. I can add importance to events and remember more of my life by creating these moments for myself. I think that some moments during the day may slip away because they aren't slowly considered and saved to the hard drive of my mind, and I know that this experience could make me better, stronger, and wiser. I don't want to lose my days. I want to be able to save my past and analyze it and add it to the tapestry of my life and make it more valuable to serve me for the future. I want to extract the essence of smaller moments in my life to find meaning in them and see if I can't make them larger and brighter moments in my life. This includes drinking more deeply of the times that are already defining moments. Three things I'm going to change. Number three, I want to consider ways that I can break the script. This is an important skill for me to have, and it has the power to dissolve arguments, make people think harder, 
bring them and myself out of the haze and into reality, if only for a moment, so that some point can be made that will be beneficial to them or everyone. I view breaking the script as an enormous benefit to my communication skills. It's a powerful tool to interact in a genuine way. The most important passage in the book, we can be the designers of moments that deliver elevation and insight and pride and connection. These extraordinary minutes and hours and days, they are what make life meaningful and they are ours to create. If you are a leader in any capacity, supervisor, parent, speaker, or more, it's my duty to recommend this book to you so that you can learn how to create moments for all the people who lean on you. It's so packed with valuable information, stuff that I couldn't cover just in this episode. You'll be armed with the tools that you can use for the rest of your life. This wasn't a book about personal development. It was about psychology, social issues, behavioral economics, but I found so many ideas in the book that I couldn't neglect to include it in my Thursday series. This week in your journal, write down three moments that defines your life. Do this by starting with a major experience in your life and look inside that for the few moments that your brain pulls up to define the entire event. Then answer why your brain chose those small moments to save as the defining ones. If you're feeling brave, let's talk about this stuff in the Ideas and Concepts group on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. I am going to be here every Monday and Thursday until I can do a magic show without someone asking me if I can make their wife disappear. Thank you for listening to the Second Mix Podcast. Once again, I am Matthew Bennett. If you are on Apple, please give me five stars and leave a review. Whatever platform you use, you can subscribe to hear the latest episodes of the show. I answer every email sent to matt at secondmix.net, and I love to hear from listeners. If you know of anyone who will find this show helpful or useful, please share this with them. I can't reach them without your help. Take steps that will make your week incredible until we meet again. Keep reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon.